Welcome to This Much Love, a recurring positivity podcast with Katie Harth and Keenan Schneider. Episode 7, Sharing Nice Things is Good. One thing that I really like, this isn't part of the show, but one thing that I really like uh, is that commercial for Showtime streaming on Hulu, and there's the bit where the little girl screams in the classroom, the classroom, and the teacher just goes, "Shut up." Why do you like that so much? Because <laughs> I just like, like the tone of voice that the teacher has, where it's just probably like it says so much. Where she's probably just been like she's at her wit's end. Mm -hmm. She's done this for too many years. Mm -hmm. She's probably told either this child or like children like her iterations of her trying to just like calm them down. And she's just at a point where she's like, "Okay, you know what? Fuck this. Shut up. There's not a diplomatic way to handle this situation. I also really like that you deliberately press record and immediately hop into the first thing you said after you press the record button is something I really like. This isn't part of the show. Like you don't like you don't have control over it. Like you couldn't have brought this up before hitting record. Oh yeah. So you mean for it to be part of the show. It just isn't the meat of the show. Uh this will probably be cut from the show. Oh. I think people deserve to know about your love of this particular showtime commercial. It feels really niche. Niche? Niche. And dog shows aren't? It's just, it's a very specific sort of inside joke sort of thing that I'm not going to explain anymore because I'm not going to walk people through this commercial. Well, you have to get Hulu see. and then you'll see it. Right. So only people The commercially who have, version of Hulu. Only people who have commercially Hulu will understand if they've seen this commercial and if they've been paying attention. Otherwise, like we're, we're probably hitting like one person. Who's just kind of like, I know this. Good for you, that one person. Yeah. This is for you. This is way more time than I, like, I specifically just wanted to throw that out there because it was something that was on my mind. I thought it'd be a quick little funny thing to just kind of just quickly like a little chuckle about. Yeah. And now it's turned into two and a half minutes of conversation that we didn't mean for, or I didn't mean for. This was not my intent. Anyway. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah. yeah, I'm a little worn out today. Yeah, me too. A little too. sleepy. Yeah. Sleepy is like, I don't know. I woke up feeling very sleepy. I think it's because I took a melatonin. Oh, did you? Yeah. You were having trouble last night? It was just one of those things where it was like, I I was up and I wasn't ready for bed and I mm-hmm. knew that I had needed to go to bed. Yeah. And so I decided to take one. I played a little Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. And then I got really sleepy playing Destiny 2. Which is interesting because it's a very stimulating game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm at a point now where it's like, there's no, whatever. It doesn't matter. Kill the baddies. Exactly. It's just kind of like repeatedly shooting, shooting bad guys in their dumb faces. And talking to robots. And talking to robots. That's Sassy, sassy robots. That's basically the experience of Destiny. Yeah. This whole conversation not the whole conversation, but the conversation around destiny, at least. <laughs> this entire conversation that we have, well, not the entire thing, just this little bit that pertains to the, like, maybe minute three to 315 
that specifically revolved around destiny. But even then when we're talking about it, we're looking at this little part of destiny where you're like shooting baddies, but it's not even this, like all the baddies It's just this, like this one little specific one where there's like, you shoot him in the face, but not even just his face, but like right in the eye. Are you good? Was, are you, are you, did you get out the sass? Are you done now? I love you. I love you too. <laughs> um, so, Something that this conversation around Destiny reminds me of is this relatively new. You're a piece of shit sometimes, you know that? Like, yeah. No. Yeah, you've been such oh. a butt. Oh, God. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, what has oh. gotten into you, Mr. Sass? Yeah, seriously. Endorphins. Okay, so we'd be remiss not to mention that we just came back from a soul cycle class. Just just so I can put it in the show notes one more time. Oh. Oh. Okay. 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 This is okay. really like honestly, if they don't start sponsoring us, I don't know what we're doing wrong. Well, we don't have we don't have a, the listener base to support it. That'd be really awesome though. Yeah. Like if we like if we were a podcast uh, that plugged cycling. If, oh, my God. What if we, like, took off? Just hypothetical situation. And listener, a, a little bit of this falls on you. Yeah. Step it up, people. Like, tell your friends. That's nice. That's we're just delightful. A nice if you like this, share it. <laughs> Sharing nice things is good. Yeah, that's part of what we're trying to do. That's our brand, our MO. Share exactly. the good stuff. So help us be nice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Anyway, it'd be really cool if we took off and then like SoulCycle is just kind of, okay, yeah. You will be the first podcast we have ever ever sponsored because you talk about us incessantly. And it's just funny because we're not a fitness podcast. Uh -uh, (laughs) No, No, but we are a joy podcast and endorphins bring joy. Yeah, exactly. Okay, anyway, so Destiny 2 reminds you of... (laughs) This conversation around Destiny 2 reminds me of this relatively new YouTube personality that's popped up recently called Girlfriend Reviews. Correct. Um, link in the show notes. And it she basically is like a mirror of my soul um, because what she does is instead of reviewing the actual game and gameplay itself, she is not the gamer in her life. Her boyfriend is the gamer. And you, my partner, are the gamer. And it is very, very funny to watch someone review my experience. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's not like, like it's obviously not my specific experience, but like someone who relates to my experience. Right. It's really quite gratifying. So if you are not a gamer, but there is a gamer intimately involved in your life. And you like tangentially understand. Experience. Like you walk in the room and you're like, playing god of war again great yeah totally like you you recognize the sounds and you kind of are like you occasionally watch the gameplay or at least like you're you're witness to it in some capacity um it's actually really wonderful uh and a lot of her reviews line up with like my perception of these games yeah Mm -hmm, for sure which is really fun so definitely check that out because that we like slammed like four or five of her videos in a row they're pretty short yeah, yeah they're, they're like, and like and they're well produced and and they're very good. Yeah, I like that she's a YouTuber that doesn't linger too long. Nope. Because there are a lot of reviewers, there are a lot of like especially in sort of like the video game realm. Yeah. But even just in general, I think people like go on a little too long. Yeah, they really want to get into the nitty-gritty of their opinions and their reviews. They yeah. want to have a unique perspective. Which is like I totally understand that desire. Yeah. Um, well, it happens in podcasting too, especially when somebody's just kind of like doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. It's really easy for them to just kind of like not know when to say like, 
okay, this is time to trim this or let's edit. Like, definitely. And, that's definitely. and there are a few podcasts that I listen to that are like that. Totally. Another podcast that I highly recommend, it isn't, um, it isn't all tender and lovely and joyful. In fact, a lot of it is hard. But there's this podcast called Risk mm-hmm. that is essentially stories that people never thought they'd dare to share. Either because, like, they make them look bad or it was a really traumatic experience or it's just, like, you know, really sensitive personal information. Um, But, like, there's storytellers and this is, like, a story that they have to tell Um, or that they want to tell or have finally bucked up the courage and cadence to tell. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love that podcast, but the host of it really lingers, like, Mm -hmm. as he's, like, introing these previously recorded and produced stories yeah um gosh i hope we're not like that that's one thing that i was like i really want to be mindful of with this is just making sure that like there isn't so much of that like constant repetition or redundancy where Mm -hmm. we do like find that point where it's like okay we've had enough we've said what we needed to say yeah and i think our good our goal keep things under an hour like that's Definitely. It's pretty good. We've only gone over once in our five episode, six episode uh, production. In the edited episodes? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. The photography episode went a little long. Interesting. I know. Weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, point being, yeah, just a couple of quick things that I wanted to recommend that do, that do compel me or bring me joy. Girlfriend Reviews and The Risk Podcast. Definitely check those out if they sound up your alley. Um. That's not really what the show is a, totally about. I kind of like, though, that it's like, oh, here are the things that we like right now. Yeah. Like, that's kind of a fun nice. little a fun little bit. Fun little segment. Yeah. yeah. No, I think, um, I mean, that could be interesting. Yeah. To, like, either start or round out an episode or let it organically happen, like, whatever. Yeah. But to make sure that at some point we bring up some things that, like, <laughs> make us feel things. Yeah. You know? Anywho. So, do, so you started off by saying you feeling sleepy, but but you seem a little high energy and sassy to me now. Are you feeling good? Yeah, I think I just needed to start talking. Yeah, <laughs> that's so interesting. That's it. I'm good now. You're a little performative person. You're like, yeah. mm, here's my moment to shine. Exactly. That's me. That's what you sound like in my head. Yep. <laughs> can your like in your can your head voice not drop like twelve octaves? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty solid. I'm Keenan. No. Okay. Stop that. <laughs> Does it make you feel bad? <laughs> it's just like, it just makes me sound like an oaf. You're not an oaf. I just don't, I'm a, I'm a lady and my yeah. voice is not capable of being that low. Hi, I'm Keenan. Uh, I'm Katie. This is how I sound. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. See? See? It just doesn't work. It sounds like you're. Mocking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. Anyway. It kind of felt like you were trying to mock me. I don't know. I think we can continue with the conversation. Okay. All Let's right. go. <laughs> I feel like normally I'm able to find like segues into like what I want to talk about. Yeah. But not this time. No. Well, unless I tie it to Soul Cycle. Um oh, no. so <laughs> I don't think there's been a single episode that we've done where we haven't mentioned it. Where we haven't mentioned it. No, it's true. It's unbelievable. I'm so sorry if that's if that's uh, annoying in any way. Um, 
it just lines up with our recording schedule, so it's kind of top of mind. So one of the things, and we talked about this during this whole cycle episode, that really drives you uh-huh. is the music. Oh. Um, and so uh, something that I find fascinating and endearing about you that's very different from me i would say um you are just like constantly feeling thinking about listening to music yeah and one of your favorite genres of music from what i can tell is female vocal pop music yeah and so i want to ask you how much do you love lady pop Lady pop. Lady pop. Um, it's it's amazing. Like, it's just one of my favorite things in the world. Like, I don't – and it's it's hard because, like, I don't really – like, I kind of go in these phases where mm-hmm. I get, like, really obsessed with, like, one or two particular artists. Like, mm-hmm. for a long time, uh, like, way back in high school, it was Britney Spears. And it was, what? Oh, yeah. No, really? I, I loved Britney Spears. Oh, my God. God, I had no idea. Yeah, I loved Britney Spears. It was like Toxic. Toxic oh, was one of my favorite songs no. in the entire world. I loved Toxic. Um, and then when she came out with Femme Fatale, like that whole album got me back into Britney Spears oh God, in a really big way. I don't even know way. if I know that album. Well, we'll listen to it. Don't worry. <sighs> At least the first two songs. Um, I can take it, take it, take no more. Never oh. felt like felt like this before. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I cannot believe my partner is teaching me about Britney Spears songs right now. This is really good. Yeah, this is really good. Yeah, I know. Okay, this is this had to happen. At this some has point. never happened to me in my life. What? I don't think I've ever had a like I uh, so. I have dated a wide range of people with a wide range of interests, but pop music oh, has hashtag humble brag. No, I think it just makes me sound like a <laughs> slut. I don't know. <laughs> don't shame yourself. No, I'm not. I just like embrace I like, your experience. Okay, so I'm 29 years old, and I like I've dated significantly four people. Yeah. Okay. And those four people ha- are very, very different people. Yeah, that's um, probably a good thing. If you yeah. dated the same person four different times. Yeah. If I knew exactly what I wanted right from high school, that would be troubling to me. Yeah. Sorry. Da, 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 da. Divorced. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Um. It, so it's just it's just very interesting to me that like the thing that I think I find so fascinating about this, and this is my like elitist jaded interpretation of pop music. I'm gonna <laughs> just I'm saying that from the get go. Like I yeah. understand how this sounds, and I and I understand myself enough to accept that. Miss classically trained opera singer. Yep. Um, so the thing that I think I find so fascinating is that like in so many other aspects of your life, you are so, um, like even in the podcast episode or my God, the pot, like, yeah, the episode about podcasts, the episode about photography, the episode about like Myers-Briggs and like all of these different things, like the episode, even about God of War, it's about like the level of artistry of it, you know, and like the high production quality of it and like, you know, all of that stuff. And pop music to me just doesn't feel like it's in the same vein yeah. at all. And so I'm so curious about like why it, gra- why Britney Spears like, you know, hooks you. Yeah. Well, I mean, so like high school was a lot of Britney Spears. Yep. A little bit of resurgence in college, but I'd say like Katy Perry dominated mm-hmm. 
a lot of my uh, like, like I kissed a girl early like... to mid twenties. I kissed a girl. Uh, hot and cold. Oh my mm-hmm. god, love that song. Uh, firework. Like it, it's a firework is probably at least for a while was one of like my sort of like top songs. Like I just play that thing over and over and over. It was one of those songs that like you have those songs. Maybe maybe you don't, yeah. but I do. Where like you're walking down the street and you just like you have your earbuds in you put your phone like your music up just a little too high and like a part of a song comes up and you just feel like a, the biggest badass in the world and like firework is that because like firework makes you feel like a badass yeah like it makes you feel like like it, it makes you feel like this energy is bursting from you hmm. and so that's like for me music is one of those things where i I hard like I have a hard time listening to lyrics. Mm-hmm. I have uh, like I I really garner no real connection from like the words that are being said or the intent of the song. The thing that drives me mm-hmm. is the melody, the beat, the sound of it. It's all about how it makes me feel. Like and so it could be something that is like a pretty depressing song but maybe it has like a really catchy hook i'm just kind of like fucking love this song this is great this doesn't make me feel sad at all yeah um and oftentimes like i can like find like sort of the intent uh in there and then sometimes songs like take on different shapes for me as i learn more about it like Mm -hmm. i remember like this isn't pop music necessarily but like the commander thinks aloud is a song that like i learned a lot about before i even really listened to the song itself Mm -hmm. and that helped shape a lot of my emotional attachment to it and then when i like now when i listen to the song there were just like there's a flood of information that comes associated with it Mm -hmm. and so it's always just like attaching to like specific emotions i'm never listening to a song and going like i wonder what the artist is really trying to say right here it's like no it's Mm -hmm. just like cool like let's you know, if it has a good beat, if it has a really, you know, catchy hook in there. Yeah. That's something that's going to speak to me far more. Interesting. And so, like, for me, it's like, I guess I so like you feel more emotionally supple and like moldable by the music you're currently listening to. Yeah. Like, do you think your I, emotions inform what you want to listen to or do you think it's more often the other way around? Um, I think it kind of depends okay but more often than not i would say that how i'm feeling is dictated by the music that i listen to Hmm. i think there definitely is an element of like i'm definitely in this kind of mood today and so i'll listen to that but at the same time like i know there are days where it's like oh it wasn't a particularly good day but then i started listening to a song and really getting into it and then that kind of like helped lift my mood. Like I, regardless of what it is, like music for me is such an emotional thing. Like there's such, I have such an emotional attachment to like melody, um, Mm -hmm. to the, the sounds that are being produced. Uh, and with pop music, it's perfect because like so much of the, like of the lyrics of the messaging behind a lot of pop music Mm -hmm. is just kind of like, fluffy candy stuff right. that doesn't have a whole lot of substance and so all it really is is like how can we make this like you know sound really good get you like dancing like i i love 
listening to music and just kind of like bopping along in my in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, something that like it like it makes me feel like even if I'm not externally dancing, it makes me feel like inside of me is dancing and excited, excited and lighted, like lighting up. Like there's it feels like there is this like magic in there. Mm. And so like, and I just constantly listen to music because yeah. it, it it makes me feel so good. And it, it serves a couple purposes. Like I like it not only does it make me feel good, but it like also drowns out the noise around me. And so I can just kind of like put music on if I need to focus. And the rest of the world just kind of like goes away because I'm I'm not hearing you know, conversations around me. I'm not paying attention to, you know, stuff going on on the train. It's all about how I've created like this little bubble for myself mm-hmm. that is encapsulated by music. It's almost like a little shield. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, so like, I would say like female pop music, lady pop. Lady pop. <laughs> it resonates really well with me. I like a lot of female artists. Like mm-hmm. I, I just enjoy the the tone of their voice when, uh, and like the, sort of like typical uh really heavy beats and you know uh lots of like synthetic uh instruments and things like that so it's just yeah it's just something that really drives me but yeah so over the years it's been like Britney Spears it's been Katy Perry it's been Sia um I don't know if I'd consider like Sia also for me is like somebody who like sits at the like she's in the upper echelon of like pop singers. I think a lot of her music has a lot of just really strong. She's a powerhouse. Yeah, like she has so much talent. Uh, her her and writing she's also is stellar. Like clearly, horrifically depressed. Right, like there's there's so or much, at least her persona is there's so much wrapped in there. Yeah, that. It makes me feel like there's there's a lot more substance to it, and so like a lot of her music, I get wrapped into an emotional level in like a, a much deeper way than if mm-hmm. I'm listening to like you know Firework by Katy Perry mm-hmm. or like Lady Gaga or something. Where right. a lot of it for me is just kind of like okay, cool, like here comes the the beat. Right. I'm just gonna bop along. Yeah, there's something about Sia to me where it's like her. It it feels like she has to write this. Like she yeah. has to get it out. Completely agree. And and not to say that like other female pop artists don't have that feeling, but I don't necessarily know if it has. For me, it just like they don't have. They're not trying to uh, attain the same level of like emotional depth, right? They're, Sia's music doesn't feel like a commodity, right? Or that like a lot of people have been in on how this is going to be produced or what the sound is going to be. Like it feels very much like it's her story. Yeah. Um, whereas people like Britney Spears admittedly do not write their own music. Yeah. Like somebody else is doing that. Yeah. And Sia, in fact, used to write music for other people. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She's so... like, uh, oh, Carol King. The Carol King of our age. Yeah. Carol King wrote a lot of music for a lot of other people before she did like her own solo stuff. Um, and it did feel like it was hers. Yeah. Hers was definitely, I think, a little bit more, you know, anthemy and a little, maybe a little bit more lighthearted, generally speaking, from what I know of Carol King. Admittedly, I'm not an expert. So anyway. But yeah, I don't know. Like this actually might end up being a pretty short question mm-hmm. ultimately to answer because like it's. I don't know that there's a whole lot of extra substance there. And I think for me, my attachment to music just kind of comes down to how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. 
it's a really simple sort of like does it make me feel good cool or like in those times where i do need to like release like if i need Mm -hmm. something that's going to make me feel you know sad or something like that like i think there's there's plenty of times where there's a place for that and so i have those songs yeah music is a vehicle of feeling for you yeah totally but for the most part i just like to kind of tune out and feel good and Mm -hmm. not have to worry about sort of the the depth and so i like i feel like a lot of pop music just like nails that Mm -hmm. emotion and i think it just it just so happens that like female vocalists tend to just sound better in my mind Mm -hmm. uh like or sound better to me uh when i want that type of music there aren't a ton of like like I'm not a huge Justin Timberlake fan. Like right. there aren't a lot of male vocalists. Uh, you like, hate male... Ed Sheeran. Oh my god. Yeah. No. It's <laughs> so we're gonna skip that because I don't want to go down the... a negative rabbit hole. <clears throat> I don't want to go down. That you path. do love some Macklemore though. Yeah. Primarily downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's just a fucking catchy ass song. It's like it's super fun. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, if a, if music is like, uh, I'd say the vast majority of music that I listen to is just super fun. Mm-hmm. And that is like that's pop. What um, do you feel like your go-to female pop songs are right now? Right now, mm-hmm. um, I feel like I could always find something from Kesha that is going to just like get me like where I need to be as mm-hmm. far as um, as far as my mood goes. Her new stuff is great because I think there is just a. It, it's more like moving into the Sia direction of like having some autobiographical yeah like more messaging in mm-hmm. the past and the stuff that like her early stuff I like because I think she was kind of uh satirizing sort of the like the sort of like trashy pop landscape that like men are allowed to get away with like talking about like you know having sex and drinking and all that and like people don't really bat an eye but that it's scandalous or or somehow looked down upon when a female artist does. Sure. And she just kind of embraced this sort of like party girl lifestyle when she is a pretty like intelligent individual who I think completely understands what she's doing there. Mm. Like the the intent there is just kind of like, yeah, no, I'm creating this as sort of a uh, a counterpoint or like a of saying like it's okay like to to have fun or like make something that's about you know doing these same things that guys are able to to talk about mm-hmm. uh with no recourse um yeah so i think kesha sia there are a few uh beyonce songs that i will like always go to countdown mm, is so I love good countdown um yeah it's just one of those songs that i just it and that's a great song for me that's a great example of how a, a song gets there are multiple layers attached to it because it's not just that the song is good, but I also remember the first time I heard it uh, was with the music video. And the video is so good. It's so colorful and has all of these like really sort of like very like key, as I'd call them like key points, like these sort of like these moments in there that just sync up with the the music so well that you mm-hmm. can't help but see it in your mind. Like when a the part like a chorus comes up mm-hmm. um and you see this part of the video just i can play that over in my head repeatedly colors by beck is very similar mm-hmm. or um 
Take Me Out by Franz Ferdinand. Mm, I don't think I've ever seen ta- the Take Me Out music oh, video. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's a really good video. We can watch it after this. Okay. Um, and I also really like the video for Float On by Modest Mouse. Also one I don't think I've seen. Yeah, like they both have kind of similar. There are a couple of videos that came out around that time uh, that were all in this sort of similar vein. So if you haven't seen those, highly recommend because they're just great songs. We'll put them in the show notes. So, but yeah, I think so it's, it's hard like to talk about pop music specifically without talking about just like my experience with music or what it means to me in general. But I'm just the, the I just like ultimately what it comes down to is I, I want music to just kind of like help shape how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And pop music just makes me feel really just good. You. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like it was it was very interesting, like getting to know you and you being very adamant and very serious. Well, also like recognizing that it's like it is pop music and it is candy, but that like you adamantly love Kesha, Carly Rae Jepsen. We're oh, my God. I completely forgot Carly Rae. And Lady Gaga. And like I mentioned Lady Gaga. No, you didn't. Just a second ago. Did you really? I, really I totally did. missed it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to edit in right now this little and Lady Gaga, like from when I mentioned it before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I mean. Oh, my God. Carly Rae is so good. Yeah. Like the like the people that I think of when I think of like the music that you listen to, like also Iconopop. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, you know, there's just a lot of Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, yeah, like so, like from Britney Spears to Katy Perry to Beyonce to Sia to Kesha to Carly Rae Jepsen to Lady Gaga to Nicki Minaj. Like, there's just a lot. Could we? Would we consider Regina Spector in there too? Because she's one of my favorite female vocalists. Yeah, but I don't know if I'd necessarily consider her music. She's pop a little music, bit more, more acoustic. Folk. Yeah, um, more folky, alternative. Maybe alternative. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I'd call it folk music. Indie. Indie yeah, I don't know. but like, but like, she is a popular artist. Yeah, right. So like, I know that that's really not pop, but awesome, catchy songs too. And some things that just like make me feel very deeply. Mm-hmm. Us is probably like a top 10 song for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so I just like your and like I do want to dig more in a future episode into like your love of music in general mm-hmm. and like how it makes you feel. And um, because it it is so interesting to me as a person who like for a good chunk of my life, music was very I think it still is central to my 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 identity, mm-hmm. um, but it was so it occupied so much of my time um, and my effort. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't connect to music the way that you do. Yeah, and I that's a discussion for a different time. But like, I just I've always found your investment in and attachment to music very compelling. Yeah, music for me is always like it's funny because. Going into middle school, uh, I remember that I would pretty much just listen to classical music mm-hmm. and Weird Al Yankovic, and I had a CD. Uh, f- uh, I, my, the first CD I was ever that I ever got, yeah, um, was Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette, mm-hmm. and so I'd listen to that, and so was, I would say like my 
taste at that point was a little eclectic and limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you were in middle school. I yeah, think. but like all of my friends were listening to like all this stuff, and I was just kind of like, oh, I'm like, I don't want to listen to this. I'm just going to listen to classical music. Yeah, uh, and so a like I'd snob. fucking yeah, I'd listen to Canon and D by Paco Bell. Uh, and <laughs> what? What's wrong? Why are you? What's uh? It's like the pop music of classical. Well, there you go. I started young. Did you ever see that YouTube video of the? Yes, it's 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 one it's it's one four five one. That is like the basis of all pop music, and and rock. Like that is that is the basis of most. Again, I understand this is going to make me sound pretentious. Basic ass music. Yeah. Like that is what you need to get people to go. This sounds good. Yeah. Yay. Again, again. I remember. So this actually brings up, uh, like, as we we're graduating, one song that I, I don't even remember what it's called, uh, but you know the song. Um, as we go, yeah, exactly. On, I remember being obsessed remember. with that song. Uh, <laughs> and then someone blew your mind when they paired it up with Pagabell's Cannon. Yes. Um, <laughs> so there's there was that, and then I also remember uh, the <laughs> the movie She's All That came out. And that had uh, "Kiss Me" by Sixpence None. Kiss the Rich- me. Yep, Sixpence None. The Richer. Beneath the Milky Twilight. <laughs> Sixpence None. The Richer. Um, <laughs> and I remember being obsessed with that song. So I think like like female so, uh, female vocalists uh, have been sort of like central to my experience as I uh, grew up. Um, yeah, that was sort of the music that I kind of like latched on to. Mm-hmm. And there have been so many songs like I'm like they are just kind of like coming back to me. I'm trying to think of like I go in these phases where it can be kind of like more like this sort of like delicate pop stuff. So like mm-hmm. the show by Lenka or something like that. I'm just a little bit caught in the middle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, but then there's stuff that is like a little bit more like just heavy hitting like get mm-hmm. some like tech- mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah. so mm-hmm. like some yeah. of kesha's songs um you get like i think like poker face by lady gaga was one of those that just lady gaga was great for, a, a great transformational one for me where i'm just kind of like oh yeah this can also just be like a really like heavy hitting like sort of almost electronic like just um, kind of like i would listen to this and dance in a club if that was my scene yeah exactly yeah yeah if i had any desire to be in a club yeah Exactly. You would dance to this. But then there's like Cas- Cascada, Cascada. Is that their, the name? Every time we touch, I get this feeling. Cause every da 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 Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every time um, my heart beats so, fast, I want you to laugh. So, yeah. like, it's so much fun. I don't know. I think that's all I have to say about it. Yeah, I, you know, I think the thing that I appreciate about it is like, so... I think something that like I can always be a little bit better at is not having to justify why something is fun Mm -hmm. Um, or like bring (laughs) too much weight into it. Right. Right. To be like, this is also significant for me because of X, Y and Z. And I've pontificated on this for many moons, like, you know, that kind of stuff. Like and I really like deeply love that you're just like, I don't know, I just like it. It just yeah. makes me feel good. So what? Yeah. Like, I'm going to just do it. Thank you. This is one of those, like, this is kind of like one of those, like, sort of like quintessential mm-hmm. this much love topics where it's right. just kind of like, just like the thing. 
Yeah. Just like just your, like your th- thing. If you like the thing, like the thing. Yeah, just enjoy definitely, it. definitely. <laughs> um, absolutely. I appreciate that you are unabashedly a fan of pop music because it's something that makes you happy. Yeah. I I will always advocate for people. Like when it comes to music, and I can razz people. Like I, <laughs> my buddy Nate, who is on my other show, Accidental mm-hmm. Podcast Podcast, just blew my mind the other day <laughs> and let me oh, know yeah. that he likes Dave Matthews Band. And I was just kind of like, what? But then at the same time, I'm just kind of like, I fucking listen to Kesha. I listen, like, I, like, there's mm-hmm. so many things that I listen to where I've heard people, like, come back to me and say, like, how could you do, like, this is terrible. And like, kinda, the majority of the lyrics are, I really, 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 really like you. Really like you. I really, 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 really like you. I really, 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 really like you. Now, no. now I can't even hear my fucking head. But anyway... <laughs> I'm positive. I'm almost positive it's six reallys. Regardless, or, it is six or more reallys. Or, and like really is the number one word in that song. And it's just like. Or. Boy problems. Who's got them? Like, it's just, it's such, like, it's just cotton candy. It's just fluff. It's just wonderful, delightful, happy stuff. I just. And you know, Keenan, the fact is, is that you do make me feel like I'm living a teenage dream. Yeah. And I do really, 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 really like you. You know, baby, you are a firework. And I want it that way. <laughs> Which I realize is Backstreet Boys. Yeah. You know, not female pop, but That's whatever. Not really my speed, but you know. Good stuff. Good stuff. This is this is fun. Good little, little candy episode. Little candy on, episode. On, on, on. And I, there's going to be so much pop music linked in the show notes. Holy shit. So get ready. I think what I'm going to do is Are you going to create an Apple p- Music podcast? I mean, oh, Jesus. Whoops. An Apple Music playlist? Yeah, I'll probably create playlists in Apple Music and Spotify, and we can link those. Nice. I think that'd be fun. Nice. If people just really want a good like smattering of pop songs that I have loved throughout my life. That sounds like a really good treat, Keenan. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Special thanks to Jackson Davis, whose song Same As You Wanted is our intro and outro music. Check out his EP, 701, anywhere you listen to music. You can get in touch with us through our website, thismuchlove.com, and via Twitter, at thismuchlove. Our DMs are open. Tell us about something you love. Like we said earlier, just like the thing.